Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Glad to be with you today. It's a nice spring day here in northern Nevada. Enjoying longer days, too, now that we're into daylight savings time. And uh, it's it's really helping me get a lot more done every day. And I know there's, it seems like there's a lot more productively productiveness in, in northern Nevada and all around the world now that we have more daylight. Uh, more people are out and about working in their yards, their gardens. I had an experience in my beehive I'm going to be telling you about later on the show. And I know realtors and lenders are busy too because this is the time of year that people are looking to buy and sell real estate and many times it's not just about buying and selling the real estate it's about what you do ahead of time if you're buying you're gonna have to get pre-approved all your finance details looking for the houses picking your realtor and so forth if you're gonna sell you gotta get the property ready to go gotta get it looking as sharp as possible and then how are you going to market the home we'll talk about those things and more plus we have the latest statistics from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Guess which way the median home price values are going. We're going to cover that and more after this break. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and you're tuned in to 1180 AM Radio here in Northern Nevada. We're one of the Lotus Broadcast Stations, and we are in our 12th year of broadcasting Nevada Real Estate Radio every week. And I bet we've helped thousands of people make great decisions when it comes to buying or selling real estate. How do we do it? Not just with me, ladies and gents. I couldn't carry this show if I tried for all of those 13 years. But no, it is with my outstanding guests. And with me in the studio today, I've got two great guests joining us. Jack Whiteley is with us. Jack is the owner of CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Welcome back to the show, Jack. Thanks for having me, Peter. I'm glad to have you back today, Jack. You're looking well in your baseball cap. I bet you're going to be looking at a lot of action this year. We hope so. We hope so, yes. We're all rooting. we got to get down there. Also with us today, Tammy Dibman. Tammy is a realtor at Caldwell Banker Select in Fernley, Nevada. Welcome back to our show, Tammy. Thanks for having me back. It's been a while since you've come back. How come you've been avoiding us? Well, I've been really busy with this market the way it is. I bet you have. So. I bet you have. Fernley is really a, a hopping market, and it's so close to other areas that have really taken off lately. Well, Silver Springs is one of them. Yarrington is another. It seems like the, the whole uh, arterial area into Highway 50 from what is now the USA Parkway, that seems to really be cooking. Is that as, as I see it, or is it really happening that It way? is. And, you know, Pumpkin Hollow and Yarrington got their permits approved, so that's going to start going also. Pumpkin Hollow. Jack, do you know what Pumpkin Hollow No, where, where at? The, it's the copper mine in Yarrington. Okay. So they're going to start mining again? Yeah. They got all their approvals. Oh, okay. So that means more jobs, more people wanting to move into the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, are those mining jobs, do you know, are they pretty well permanent? Is it somewhat seasonal or is it? The ones I know mm-hmm. are permanent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin Hollow, is it a copper mine, you know? It is. Got to have copper. From what I remember, but this mine, you know, it goes occasionally with all how busy I am. Well, industry <laughs> changes in many ways, but the real estate is always there. I was in Yarrington not long ago, Tammy. I went to the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference and had a great time. Really enjoyed the drive. It is a very pretty drive, especially, as I say, with USA Parkway open. But I, I see a lot of homes out there. and They're, they're on bigger a- properties. They're not like they're subdivisions, but it, I see more homes. It seems like there's either more building going on or maybe more manufactured homes are coming up. What, what is it that's really driving that? Well, and so, well, 
the, there's not enough homes. I mean, the arena market is kind of pricing um, first-time home buyers, mm -hmm. young people. So Fernley is starting to be that same way. So people are looking at Silver Springs, Stagecoach, and I know a lot of people are buying the land and then bringing manufactured on and then reselling it to or selling it to an individual. Uh, and those are on 4.77. Yeah, so they're, they're they're converted to real property. They're mm -hmm. like buying it's like buying a real home. Only uh, there's a little pedigree there that tells you it started out as a manufactured home. Right. But it is a good way to start. I've encouraged people to look at this option for many many years, uh, even before the market really took off, because it is such an economical way to start and get into home ownership. And when you look mm -hmm. at the median home prices. It's really unbelievable how fast they've grown in just the last half dozen years or so. Yeah, definitely. So the same thing did happen in Fernley as well, just like it does in Reno, where the prices, uh, they've more than doubled, really. In that Fernley right now is at 2006 prices. Mm -hmm. December 2006, the median income or sales price was 240000 mm -hmm. and it's that right now. Holy cow. Well, I think it was 244 4 in December 2006. Mm -hmm. It's now two forty. Mm-hmm. And at uh, 2006, we were just about at the peak. It was just about to start backing off and then mm -hmm. fall. Um, there's no indications that that's going to happen now. It looks like the economy is kind of cooking, in fact, especially good for Fernley. Since that time, new businesses have come into town, haven't they? Uh, some, yes. I know you got a new car dealer. We do. In fact, that's that was the first new car dealer I think you guys have it ever It was, yeah. and from what I heard, he had been uh, trying to get to Fernley for quite some time, mm -hmm. and you know, and they we have lower tax than Reno does, uh -huh. so it's better to buy out there than oh, He's got an incentive for you to drive yeah. his start Even his market. though it doesn't affect uh, sales prices with tax, because there's mm -hmm. no you know sales mm -hmm. tax on that, just transfer tax. Well, and there's other reasons to go to Fernley as well, I'm sure. Other new businesses that have opened up. I got to tell you, my favorite ice cream parlor oh, in Steve's all the world ice cream. is in Fernley. Yes. He's quite the character. You know, it's like having a New York ice cream shop in Fernley, because that, that's where he came from, right? Yep. And you, do you know him very well? Yeah, I, not very well, but mm -hmm. I know him enough. And yeah, we stop by to see him every time we're coming through mm -hmm. pretty much. And uh, he's done some work with Sherry Hill, uh, and so I had a chance to meet him there. And he's a delightful gent. It's a fun place to go. And so, yeah, there's always a, an opportunity when you go to Fernley to say, let's just stop for a quick little ice cream, and then gas is less expensive in Fernley than it is in Reno. Especially I mean, at one place. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. mean, it's almost worth it, Jack, when you're almost out of gas in, in Reno or Sparks. Drive to Fernley, fill up, come back. Your money ahead. It's $2.59. <laughs> That's Carson will do that, too. Yeah. yeah. So it depends here? on which town, you, you know, where I'm at, Carson will mm -hmm. be quicker. Yeah. yeah. So is the wigwam still there? It is. That, yes. When we drove truck, yeah. that's where we'd stop and get ice cream, half and half. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it it's, for it's years? It's now owned by different people because Mo passed away a couple of years ago. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's still there and they have some Friday nights are pretty busy. Good for them. Yeah, so it's a long time restaurant. I'm talking with Tammy Dittman and Tammy is a realtor at Coldwell Banker Select in Fernley, Nevada. Also talking with Jack Whiteley. Jack is the owner of CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Jack, you're doing carpet, but you also do tile. And last time we were talking, you were saying to me, the tile is something more and more people are looking at when they're buying a home, remodeling a home. Tell us why that is the case. You know, I, I guess ease of cleaning because the carpet is has a lot of benefits to it. And the main disadvantage is cleaning. And people usually don't vacuum like they should. But with hard surfaces, if you don't vacuum, it really looks bad. Because mm -hmm. if you have animals, I'm always speaking with animals because I have animals. But you know, the hair rolls. Yeah. Oh. And it goes in the corners. But yeah. um, I think for pet owners especially, I've seen tile. Mm -hmm. Not 
w not hardwood tile because it's more bulletproof. Mm -hmm. You know, if they pee on that, you clean it up, it's all good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Provided you seal, you need to seal your grout. Tammy, are you seeing any more tile activity in the properties that you're looking at? Or sort of the um, luxury vinyl flanking. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a lot more of that. <coughs> so we're getting away from the carpet, the cloth essentially is what you've got on the floor, uh, and going to something a hard surface. Well, especially in the bathrooms for a while. Carpet yeah. was automatic in the bathrooms, and you go in there and you're like, oh my God. And we're starting to get back to the vinyl mm -hmm. or tiling, because it does look nice. Yes, it does. And the walk areas, I've noticed too. And it's smart because that's the first part of your carpet that, that wears out. Anywhere right. you pivot, right. it'll cut the scratch, actually scratch the carpet, and it looks bad quick. And it makes sense because you, a walkway, you want to be as, want to make it as easy to be what it is, a walkway, easy right. to walk. And I have a senior citizen in my life, and he has a hard time moving his wheelchair on carpet. Mm -hmm. But with hard floors, he can get on, on that too. It's easier to push him around. Grand, the grandchildren can push him around. And it's just, it's just a much more ergonomic way of getting from one part of your house to the other. And at the same time, the cleanliness factor. Look, I got a worse problem at my house, Jack and Tammy. I'm a snacker. And as a snacker, <laughs> as a serious snacker, I drop serious popcorn on my carpet. Do you know that when that goes into the carpet, about half of it only comes up. The rest of it gets hidden. It hides in there. And before long, well, you know, you got a mess. Well, you know, if you had an animal like a dog, you wouldn't have that problem. You know, animals refuse to live with me. I'm that bad. Well, look what the bee did. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you're, you know it. So, Jack, you're, uh, you're also, when you run into commercial deals, I'm sure commercial properties made the change a while back about going to hard surface floors more so than carpets. Yes, they have. Um, there's still areas carpeted because it's warmer, it's quieter. There's a lot of advantages. Um, a commercial grade Berber, the tight mm -hmm. loop is kind of both. It's kind of a hard surface because it's not padded. Yeah. And it's um, pretty easy to maintain. Yeah. As we're going into spring now, I imagine it's more likely that people would want to get their work done on their floors than it was just a couple of months ago when we were snow, winter, Valentine's Day. Is this a pretty good time of the year for you when the things start to roll? As soon as the sun comes out in March. Yeah. Yet it people get spring cleaning and away we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of us are going to be doing that, Jack. So I know you're going to want to get people scheduled. If somebody is looking to get a carpet or floor clean, I, I know you do all sorts of tiles. The grout. What is the best way for people to reach you? 775-815-1551. Very nice. We've got all that information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you, and I'm encouraging our listeners to visit your website too, CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. CJsCarpetCare.com. Visit you at your website, CJsCarpetCare.com. And I know there you've got a little video showing of you and your boys, your team. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, it's really a lot of fun doing that. You can see the people that are going to come out to do the work. Visit Absolutely. The All right. We're going to have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this message. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R. -R. 
or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today. And I'm, what, and we're in our 12th year already? Well, I guess it is our 12th year of uh, broadcasting Nevada Real Estate Radio. I always lose, a, lose count when I get into the teens. You know, I get a little bit sidetracked. I've got, you know, my mind wanders because I'm a teenager when it comes to how many years we've done a radio show. But I really do enjoy the program. And our program is brought to you by a number of sponsors. One of those sponsors that wanted to be here with us today but could not make it, his name is Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. Lou is an outstanding loan officer, and he's the branch manager, so he's in the trenches with his team, helping close deals quickly by really taking care of the details that need to be handled when you're getting pre-approved and approved and closing your mortgage so that you can buy your home. He comes highly recommended by Peter Padilla, and I, I love Lou Carr. You can reach him at Summit Funding. His branch manager number is 258750. That's his NMLS ID number. And you can reach Lou Carr at 775-626-0775. And Lou Carr is the branch manager at Summit Funding. Tell him Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, two guests talking with me about real estate and real estate for investors. Tammy Dittman is with us. Tammy Dittman is with us. Tammy is a realtor at Coldwell Banker Select in Fernley, Nevada. I'm glad you're on the show today with us, Tammy. Sure, thank you. And Jack Whiteley is with us too. Jack is the owner of CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Jack, you've been in Northern Nevada a long time. Let our listeners know. Uh, born and raised. That is a long time. That's a long time. That is a long, we can long time. We just leave it at that. And he's only 12. Well, you look at him and you know, wow, that's a long time. So you've seen, exactly. a lot of change. you've seen a lot of changes taking place in Reno, northern Nevada, Sparks, the whole area, Jack. Um, as a native, I mean, it was a little kind of a small town. It was a real small town. And yeah. It was, you know, I mean, the small town that you didn't lock your doors and yeah. you left the keys in your car. Yep. Um, and then w- when we moved to Sparks... Lincoln Way was the end of Sparks, before Sierra Sids, before McCarran. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just crazy. That, from there, it probably turned into Fernley, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish hey. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, part of it. But no, I mean, the, the, the nice thing about the fact that you're a native of Northern Nevada, Jack, is you run into your friends, your family, your past and future clients all the time as you're out and about in the city. And I know that's one of the things you treasure at your companies, your family-owned business. Let our listeners know how that works. Yeah, we, we uh, hold on a sec. What did you ask me? Family-owned business. So tell me about your family involved. Okay. okay. So just so that I'll explain the CJs to you. The C is my wife's first name. Her name is Chicago. Jack is me. The apostrophes, the workers, and the S are my boys. Mm. So it is truly family-oriented. We got one van, a lot of equipment, um, thousands of happy clients because they're all treated like family also. Yeah. And I usually get to know the dogs better than the clients. Yeah, I know that. But that's just the way I am. Yeah. Well, you're a pet odor specialist. I've seen that on your card on the side of your truck. Heck, one day I saw your truck parked in the parking lot, and there was a big bear at the steering wheel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know it's, it's your dog named Bear, but he really looks like a bear. But he was there. He was like driving this thing, uh, you know, right in the parking lot there. Oh, he's proud. <laughs> yeah. When he when I get out, that's his seat. Yeah. And he's a 
Chow, Newfoundland, so he's a beautiful animal. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I wouldn't stick your hand in there, but Yeah, well, it kind of reminded me of the, when I see the Clydesdale wagon and the Dalmatian up there. Oh, that's cool. You know, <laughs> that you've got, your, you've got your, uh, your canine there doing his work, too. You know, and I, when I drive, sometimes I just drive around because it's like a big billboard. And nobody's ever looked, because there's pictures right next to him, that look at his picture where it says bear approved mm. and then figure out that's him. Because mm. I'm trying to show him off, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, we all show off our animals. Absolutely. Well, maybe you should let him put his elbow out of the window when he's driving down the highway like this. That way he does <laughs> all kinds of things. Out, like scares the head out and, with the tongue. And, yeah, oh. and his paws. Jack, like, the reason your, your business is successful, a big part of it is I know that you talk to a lot of people. You're networking all the time. Uh, you're a B&I brother, and you're one of the top networking organizations in northern Nevada. But you also network in many, many ways. But what I'd like you to do is let our listeners know why networking is important to you. Well, anybody that's done any sales or anything in-home, a warm market is a lot, a lot easier than to cold call. Mm -hmm. So by getting referrals, you have a warm market instantly because you're referred by somebody. And most of the people that refer me are obviously very comfortable with what we do, how we carry our business. I mean, there's there's no gray area. If you're not happy, you're not gonna pay because it's just not worth it. And luckily I've never had to um, do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we, you know, we, we're good at what we do and passionate about it. And I think that's the most important part. The problem in the business is it's not regulated. So anybody could open a business call himself a professional carpet cleaner mm -hmm. and nobody's going to doubt him. Mm -hmm. And it's bad because the consumers are the ones that get burned at the end. Yeah. I mean, I can't do everybody's carpets. Um, the people that advertise all the time and have all the vans, they can't do them either. And most of the time, a lot of their customers, when they find out about me, I um, end up with the clients. I know you were saying it's sometimes good. sometimes you see a great ad for a super low cost on cleaning a room or a house, but that's I know what that is too, Jack. It's a lost leader in the sense that it's just to make you call, and then once people get out there, once they look at it and they give you the real price, I mean it's going to be different. You can't bid a job accurately on the phone unless you had a camera inside the house. You got to see the carpet. Mm. I mean it's it's not one thing fixes all. Yeah, I mean it, everybody's different. Well, we're going to talk more about your work, and I appreciate your value to our networking organization and for the work that you've done for me. And clients of ours, Jack, have been very happy with the work from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Well, I appreciate you too, Peter. Tammy Dittman is with us in the studio, and she's talking with us about real estate in Fernley, Nevada. Tammy, we were looking a little while ago about the at the recent numbers from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and I'm going to give our listeners an update of what's going on here in northern Nevada, and you can help me if you can mm -hmm. by chiming in. Love so to. what we're looking at is median home price in February of 2018. Well, first of all, the report shows that Washer County had 429 sales of existing single-family homes in that one month. It's not bad, really, when you figure 28 days. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an increase of 11%, though, from the year before. It's also an increase of 6% from just the month prior, January of 2018. The report lists that the median sales price for an existing single-family residence in Washoe County in February of 2018 is at $370,000. That's a 3% increase from the month prior, 
And of course, keep in mind, all these sales are for stick-built, single-family dwellings. They, they don't include things like condominiums, townhomes, manufactured homes, modular homes, or even new constructed homes. However, if you wanted to know what the median sales price of a condominium townhome in Washoe County is, guess what that is, Jack? You're Two, right. Go ahead. 220. You're not too far off. It's actually 190500 $190,500. That's an 8% increase from the year prior. I mean, Jack, you're probably right. You're just about two months early. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a half a month. I included the fees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's very conservative of you. So now we're going to look at Fernley. So Tammy Dittman is with us, and Tammy is a realtor in Fernley, Nevada. Ta Tammy, I'd like you to read what we have on the report from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and then perhaps you can go in to give us a little additional detail because you're right there. Right. Okay. Correct. And I do my own separate report. All so. right. Well. So according to the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, the February 2018 report indicated that Fernley had 34 sales of existing single-family homes with an increase of 36% from February 2017 and a 13% decrease from the previous month in January 2008. The median sales price in Fernley for an existing single-family residence in February 2018 was $238,500, 18% increase from February 2017 and a 1% decrease from last month. And all these sales numbers are for existing thick-built single-family dwellings. Doesn't include the manufacturers or the modulars. We don't have condos or townhomes, so. Or even new constructed homes. We have like new construction. Yeah, yeah, but it does, yeah. does not include them in there. Right. So, and so now, now tell us what's going on from your perspective. Since you're right there, you you have a much more finer look at the market. So tell us what you've got in mind. Yeah, and that's what's confusing is Reno Sparks Association of Realtors shows that there were 34 sales. Well, that could make sense. They're showing 34 sales where I've got 55 sales, and that includes new construction, okay. which there were two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight new constructions sold. Mm -hmm. So, and I have the median price of 240000 which is the same as last month. Mm -hmm. Now, that's still relatively close that there are 238.5. Mm -hmm. so it must be a, f a little fee somewhere in there of a difference. Or it could be the new construction <coughs> that they're not yep. including. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they don't show the active listings, which um, last month we had 82 active listings, and the month before we had 91. Mm -hmm. So we're hurting. And right now, as of this day, we have 84 stick-built homes on the market available. That's not a lot. It's not. When you consider that, you know, 200,000 is a threshold, mm -hmm. 250 is a threshold, and then the 300. Mm -hmm. Last month, I think there were four homes under 200,000, and they were manufactured. Mm -hmm. Is there new construction, more new construction going on in Fernley, Tammy? There is. To we try to keep up with that. We've got <coughs> probably over 10 um, subdivisions that have new construction. Mm -hmm. And are you finding that more customers are going that, more buyers are going that way just because they can't find a, uh, an available existing home? Or it, is it that people absolutely just are wanting newer homes now? Some are wanting newer homes. I've got three right now that are under new construction mm -hmm. that they have offers on. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to buying new construction homes, is the buying process the same? Is it kind of goes through the same? You look at different models, you look at different things. I mean, I, I think our listeners, they want to know what it's like when you go to the buying process and you're buying new construction. We have to take a break. So when we come back, Tammy, I'd like to share with us about your experience and what you might recommend for people that are looking to buy new construction in Fernley, Nevada. We'll be back with more after this.
SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat-repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. Sage International Incorporated is proud to be celebrating 23 years in business. We believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. It's getting warmer outside, and guess what's happened? Those bugs are getting more active outside, too. I saw a bunch of creepy crawlers just a couple of weeks ago. They were about 20 feet from my house. Yesterday, I saw them. They were, I had to shoot them off the sidewalk. I think it might be time to give the good folks at Truckee Meadows Pest Control a call. This company is fantastic, you know, because they really emphasize on that part of the word that's so important in their name, control. You see, <clears throat> I don't want them coming out and killing everything that crawls. Just the stuff that needs to be killed. Hell, they can even escort it to the street if they want to, as <laughs> long as it's not bothering me. I know that Mother Nature has to do its thing, so that's why I trust Truckee Meadows Pest Control to determine what is going to be need, needing to be sprayed, if sprayed, and what maybe I can just do something myself to keep ants away, like keeping the old lumber away from my house, keeping the weeds down. There's a lot of things that can be done without just doing a mass spray and dash. Want to know more about Great Truckee Meadows Pest Control Services? Give them a call at 775-332-0604. Truckee Meadows Pest Control. Tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I've got Jack Whiteley from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care and Tammy Dittman. She's a realtor at Cobalt Banker Select in Fernley, Nevada. Cobalt Banker Select. They've got offices all over northern Nevada, don't they, Tammy? We do. The main office is on Rock Boulevard. On Rock Boulevard, right near Roll. Rock and Roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's actually not, not true. It's right near Rock and McCarran. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to confuse anybody looking for Roll Street. But uh, Cobalt Banker, yeah, a great company. I know a lot of great agents that work there, Tammy. Mm -hmm. And at Cobalt Banker Select in Fernley, are there other agents that you work with there? There are really good agents that work there. I've been there a year after moving from an independent, and, you know, it's probably the best move because there's a lot of support and, you know, camaraderie. You know, you can throw things off each other and get ideas. Yeah, because real estate and buying and selling, it's a creative process. No two deals are the same. There's always, seems like there's always some kind of a roadblock. 
and mm -hmm. you know in any transaction you have to be able to overcome those situations water issues are an issue in some areas do you do issues I bet, I bet you do property that has water rights and then the question is well how do we value the water rights how do we clear the water rights there might be a uh, some kind of a cloud on that part of the title it's complicated it is and I'm not an expert at water rights I did sell a property last year that had water <laughs> rights and valuing them you know the city has their own value mm -hmm. and then I talked to someone today and I was telling them what the value for Fernley was, and then they told me the value for Silver Springs because, you know, Nevada is over-allocated for water rights or for water. Mm. And there's two areas that are under um, critical management right now, and um, hopefully we don't get to that point with our areas. I'll tell you what, if you could put a pipeline in from Swan Lake to Fernley, you guys would have that problem solved. You seen all that water up there? We have other issues with Fernley's water that I probably shouldn't get into. You, you <laughs> have been active in the past, I understand, in the city council. Not city council. No? Chamber of Commerce. In the Chamber of Commerce. Yes. All right, you've been active in the Chamber of Commerce in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about the Chamber of Commerce in Fernley. Well, it, you know, since I was a member of the Chamber, it has come a long way. And, you know, some of that has to do with the leadership and with um, the market. Mm -hmm. Because when I was part of it, we were struggling. We were really struggling. Mm -hmm. And we brought some people in that I was able to step out and just focus on my business. Mm -hmm. So it was a good thing that happened. Well, what you've done there and what the current chamber is doing must be working because I see more businesses looking at Fernley, more businesses opening in Fernley mm -hmm. than I would ever have thought. Uh, there's a lot of traffic in Fernley. I mean, you talk about drive time traffic here it seems like it's heavy and every bit as heavy and firmly as it is in parts of Reno. It is. I mean, when you figure we got two ex entrances, exits out of Fernley, you get a bottleneck in our infamous roundabout. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, between 4 and probably 5.30, you want to find other ways to go besides that roundabout. I was in, I was traveling that area not long ago when I made my trip to Yarrington to the annual Beekeepers Conference. And uh, it was kind of fun to go through there because, it, you know, the activity is still heavy uh, as it was prior to USA Park parkway opening but uh, with this new parkway happening I think more people are discovering little places like Silver Springs so let our listeners know what's happening in Silver Springs. Well in Silver Springs with the um, USA Parkway opening it has allowed people to go there because it was quite the drive from Silver Springs to Fernley and then from Fernley to USA Parkway now they got the direct route so more people are looking at um, purchasing in Silver Springs because you got the privacy, you got the land, and you know you may have a new home if you buy one of those. Um, there was a map tentative, uh, tentative map approved just recently for the um, trademarked or patented downtown Silver Springs core. Mm -hmm. And that's off Opal, Ramsey Weeks, and um, one of the other streets. And it's quite a few acres, and they're looking at a bank, grocery store, possibly a motel, and um, a center park mm -hmm. in with all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's going to give people a lot of opportunities. It, and some of that was in play prior to the market crashing. So it was going to happen anyway at some point. Yeah, yeah. But so. now with things bouncing back, I would think an, an investor who's looking to uh, to maybe look at something in five years or ten years, that that corridor, I can see it really turned into a big a big deal. I can see more commercial coming. More commercial. Um, Stagecoach, there was a developer that was trying to put in 6,000 square foot lot homes. Mm -hmm. And he was going to get water from Dayton mm. and then pump the effluent 
back to Dayton. That got voted down because you're going from acre, 4.77 acre lots to 6,000. Mm -hmm. And it was like 500 homes. That that's area. Real, that's way too dense. Yeah. And when you figure, you know, we're over allocated for water, how are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. So that's what was going on that. And now there's a Silver Springs development happening. And that's going to be stick-built homes. And they've already got the water for it. So that helps. And it's going to help the neighbors. What kind of price range do you think those homes would be at? I asked and I wasn't told, but those are going to be 6,000 square foot lots too. So I don't know how it's going to go. 6,000 square foot homes or lots? Lots. 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 Okay, lots. So I know. I all right. So uh, they'll be good sized lots, but the homes on them, it seems like I hear so many people talking about downsizing and about their homes are too big. And what do you do when the when the parents are left there or a single parent on a 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 square foot home? It's too, too big. It is. I mean, are we still building? Are they still going to be building big homes there too? We've got a couple, we've got one <coughs> subdivision that's building big homes and they're not selling as fast. What I'm seeing, you know, it's all over the place for what people are looking for. Mm. Um, I've, I live in a 2,400 square foot home with myself, my husband, a dog, and a cat, half a cat. And half uh, a cat. Half a cat. Half the time you see it, half the time you don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think about downsizing, but if you downsize, what are you going to buy? Well, that's always the question, yeah. So, so that's my thought was that if somebody would build smaller homes, smaller homes than with, you know, the traditional mm -hmm. uh, size that people wanted 20 or 30 years ago because you can't really downsize unless you move into a, an old folks home anymore. And that's not really my, my type of downsizing. I mean, where are the two-bedroom, one-bath homes anymore? Do they even, nobody makes those anymore, No, because they? they're hard to resell. I think they're called tiny homes, aren't they? You know what they're no, doing? No, I think tiny homes are 500 square feet. They're, they're even bigger yeah, than that. Oh, yeah, man. we've got somebody <coughs> that probably knows that. Why are small homes so hard to sell? It's just, it's, I think, just the way it's always been. You know, you got two bedrooms. The norm is three. It's just not, because mm -hmm. even when somebody says, I want to purchase a two bedroom, you're not going to find many on the market. There, I saw one recently that came on the market. Mm -hmm. It's just, I think it's too small. We're accumulators. We're hoarders. Back then, I don't, we didn't have the money that enabled us to get all the toys that we have. Mm -hmm. And that might be the problem. That's my opinion. It probably is. We, how many of us buy stuff, use it for a while, and then it sits around. Or so goes to the thrift store so somebody else can get it. Well, so we can look at it for a while, mm -hmm. you know. So I think a lot of times, I know I'm guilty of that too. I buy stuff just so I can look at it. And, and uh, it really doesn't doesn't add much value. No, and then you look at it and you're like, well, that was always the money. <laughs> the manufactured homes that you talked about early, I think are a really great idea. And it may be the way that a lot of homes are built in the future because of the cost factor, the speed factor. And you actually can have more say in what your, your home layout looks like because you can mm -hmm. say park it here, park it there. And then next thing you know, it's converted to real property. And you end up in many cases with a bigger lot than you would have otherwise. I'm waiting to see the modulars be more prevalent here than manufacturers. Because the modulars come on flatbeds, uh -huh. and you can get two stories, three stories. That's what they're doing in the cold areas where they have a short building season. Yeah. And then you have it built the way you want and brought it into the lot. In pieces. Yeah, yeah. and it's a stick-built home, but it's considered a modular. Uh-huh. That's an, another good way, too, because you have that uh, controlled environment when it's being built. I mean, how many times have you seen homes under construction and when it's pouring rain or you get an ice storm and things slow down and things get wet mm -hmm. and you don't have that controlled environment that you do have with a modular or a manufacturer, that's a good reason for that. Right. And construction, the subcontractors are so booked out that it's hard right now to get the new constructions finaled. 
Hmm. So that's the hard. So you time. mean the final inspections that they need just to do? Just done. Just yeah. done. Yeah. Because right. it's always waiting for some co subcontractor or another. Uh, I'm hearing too that the price of building materials has gone dramatically higher in mm -hmm. the last several years, and that's another cost, another uh, increase in the price of a home. It, it's really kind of ridiculous when you think about three hundred and seventy thousand dollars for a three-bedroom, two-bath house. Mm-hmm. In uh, Reno. In Reno. I mean, it, it was 2012 when the median home price was $150,000. Uh, that's a pretty big increase mm -hmm. in, in six short, years. Yeah. And like I said earlier, not pe many people can afford that. Well, we're going to find out in the next few years if many people can afford to live here because I think we're either going to see a lot of new faces of the people that could now move and live in Reno uh, because a lot of the old faces might be leaving. I know a lot of young people are relocating to areas where the cost of housing is more affordable and that has its price and its cost too. We're going to talk more about real estate and real estate for investors in Northern Nevada and also a little bit about beekeeping when we come back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Stay tuned. Bzz. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Enjoying my conversation with two guests in the studio today, Jack Whiteley from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care and Tammy Dittman. She's a realtor at Cobalt Banker Select in Fernling, Nevada. We talk a lot about real estate on our radio show and almost it seems like every day we're talking about real estate or some financial transaction. And I found a great way to relax lately is by doing something the old fashioned way and that is reading, reading a book. And I just love to read uh, novels. I don't get to read as often as I can, but when I do, uh, I really enjoy the relaxation and the adventures that I can take without having to spend a whole lot of time and money because I'm usually in my easy chair or in the bed um, wait, getting ready for a good night's sleep. I recently met a fantastic author, and her name is Karen Gedney, and she has a fantastic book I want to talk to you about. That book is called 30 Years Behind Bars. This is a story of a woman who was a prison doctor for 30 years at a medium security prison in Carson City, Nevada. And uh, it's really intriguing to read this book because you really get the feeling that you can uh, 
you know, you can actually hear the sounds, taste the, t the food, you know, you get the, all the feelings of actually being behind bars. It's kind of scary in a way. It's kind of funny in other ways. Uh, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of bad, but it's a really true look at what happens behind bars. And I love the fact, too, that there are a number of illustrations in the book, sketches, if you will, from one of the inmates that was in prison as an inmate when Dr. Gedney was the prison doctor. You, you'll really enjoy this book. It's called 30 Years Behind Bars. I encourage you to visit Amazon.com for a copy of your new edition of 30 Years Behind Bars. I'm talking with Tammy Dittman from Fernley, Nevada. Jack Whiteley here from Northern Nevada in Reno Sparks. And let me ask you guys, have you ever been in prison, Tim? I don't think so. Jack, no. you served any time? <laughs> no. no. That's three of us. Yeah. So we got nothing in common with that book. But I got to tell you, I was watching a Netflix series not long ago. I really enjoyed it. It was called Orange is the New Black. I don't know if you've ever seen it or heard about it, but I actually watched it, started watching it when I heard about Karen's book, and it was intriguing to me because there were so many similarities. And Dr. Gedney, I asked her about it, and she, I said, have you ever seen this book? She says, you've never seen it before. Has never seen 30, has never seen Orange is the New Black, and came out with a dynamic book that's really true to life. So had a lot of fun reading that, Tammy and Jack, and, and I want to make sure our listeners know about it. We're going to have a book signing party that we're going to be attending here before too long. Uh, that Dr. Gedney will be hosting, and hopefully the two of you can join us as well so you can get a chance to meet her. Give you a break from real estate. Yeah, I need those occasionally. You need those occasionally. Real do. estate is a 24-7 job for the most part, isn't it? It is, for those of us that are full-time. Yeah, I mean, you have to be ready to go make a move because if a property comes available that one of your prospects is looking for, they really don't have too much time to make a decision. Not in this market because a lot of times, you know, it can be multiple offers or it can be pending before it even comes on the market. Mm -hmm. We talked about new construction previously on the show and the process that people are now going through it's different than buying a regular home right when somebody's deciding we're going to going, going to go for it let's go talk to that builder what mm -hmm. do you think it is because i've been involved in three of them and you know the agent we're representing our client but when it comes to the offer we're out of the loop the mm -hmm. builder does well a lot of builders have their own contracts mm-hmm so they're filling theirs out and we don't have anything signed on our part except mm -hmm. you know duties owed and all that mm -hmm. and you know they sign the contract then they pick out their you know what kind of flooring what kind of paint color outside colors all that mm -hmm. and then it's a waiting process because mm -hmm. like i said earlier so the subcontractors are so booked because of the downturn in the economy, a mm -hmm. lot of people went out of the business. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, they may say closing is March 15th and it ends up being April 15th. Yeah, so there's no sure thing when it comes time to buy real estate. You would think that if you're buying brand new, then you could time it You'd and get so. it done, but it's not quite like that, huh? No. Well, or are things more complicated than what they seem on the surface? It's just because it's dependent on everybody else. So many people involved yeah. in the transaction. Or right? an existing construct or existing home, mm -hmm. eh, it's pretty much laid out what you're mm -hmm. going to do. So you get some advantages one way or the other, but either way, uh, it's important that you have representation it when is. you go to, to shop and you work with your, your clients, your prospects that are looking for homes, even when they're looking at new construction too? I do. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, there may be agents that don't, but I always, like um, Jack was talking, it's the customer service. If you do them, you know, well, they're going to come back to you. They're going to refer you. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, customer service. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. So re, uh, Fernley has a lot of what I call uh, middle market homes. They don't have a lot of uh, upscale homes, million dollar homes. Um, they don't really have a uh, south of the track side that I can see, a slum area, a ghetto area. 
Um, it's all kind of balanced there, it seems like. It, it's probably, maybe it's because it was a, it's a farm town in a way, isn't it? It is. I mean, we've got the areas that are the older homes, the 1970s, with small lots and everything, but most everything else is new construction because, what, 15 years ago, it was a couple trailer parks or something, <laughs> and, you know, I keep hearing the stories about how um, somebody would go over to the fire station and set off the alarm, the fire alarm, if there was a fire. And, you know, I, I love hearing these old-time stories. Mm-hmm. Probably had one mail route driver and maybe, maybe one grocery store. I, I grew up in a small town like that in Colorado, so there's a lot of charm to the small towns, and that's one of the reasons I enjoy going to Fernley. It wasn't long ago I was driving from Fernley, uh, rather I was on my way back from Fallon, and there was a rodeo going on mm -hmm. at the fairgrounds there, and, and that, that looks so much fun. I really wanted to pull over and, and get to it, um, be, but my schedule didn't allow me, but it's something I'm thinking about doing if I can find it on the schedule and get out there. They just had a junior <coughs> rodeo um, last weekend, mm -hmm. and then we have the senior pro rodeo coming up this summer, end of the summer or fall. Mm -hmm. uh, the retail shops are really, really cute and quaint on the old Fernley part of town, and then you have a new part of town also. It's really like two little, little cities in a way. Yeah, I kind of consider that the business district where all the fast food and yeah. grocery stores are, and then old Main Street, old town, like you were saying, with the smaller mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Jack, do you get to Fernley much yourself? Or do you ever no, I haven't lately, but I used to drive trucks, so I, I went there all the time. That's how M Manny Moe's. Oh, okay. I mean, all of us, that's where we stopped. And then I actually, when the warehouse market opened out there, which is Scolari's, mm -hmm. I delivered the meat out there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Fernley has always been a nice, it's always been a fun town. A lot of people from Fallon travel back and forth from Reno to Fallon and back and forth. And mm -hmm. so Fernley's kind of in the middle of that, of that corridor from Fallon to Fernley. And Fallon is a big dairy area. It is. Uh, a big ag area. There's a lot of people that travel to Fallon because of the Cantaloupe Festival and the Sand Mountain is there. And, and uh, it's it's got its own its, uh, its own charm as well. Mm -hmm. I love Fallon. And, you know, it's all part of that busy corridor um, of northern Nevada. Fernley has the advantage that it's right on the interstate as well. So I'm sure that's one of the reasons that you're seeing more business there. We are. We Yeah. And um, from what I've heard, thanks to EDON and NNW, we should be seeing more industrial businesses. Mm-hmm. And I know one of um, somebody is trying to buy property right now so that they can, um, I don't want to say too much, so more businesses come, come in. You know it. And it's close to Sparks, Nevada, which is just right down the street from there. Let's talk about some of the things that are happening in Sparks. Uh, they, rec they recently had 125 sales of existing single-family homes in February of 2018. That was a slight decrease from February of 2017, but it was a 6% increase from the month prior. You know, it's kind of hard to gauge month by month because one year it could be really bitter cold in January, and the next year it can be like it was this year where it was more like spring. So it's kind of hard to, to balance those out. But when you look at year to year, it pretty well tells you that it's going in the up direction. The Sparks median sales price for an existing single-family residence was $340,000. Now, that's just a little bit lower than the Washoe County average of $385,000, but $340,000 is still a pretty good clip of money. But it does say that you can save a bit, a little bit. In this case, what is it, $45,000 by looking in Sparks versus Reno. And, you know, I think most people, unless they have kids, it's all kind of one and the same. But look, you can save over $100,000 if you go to Fernley. Oh, that's a no-brainer <laughs> if you ask me. I'm telling you, when you got Steve's ice cream there, too. Oh, yeah, and uh, Wigwam. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
if you had a condominium or a townhome in for, in Sparks, rather, for February of 2018, the median home price for those condos was $181,000. And remember, in Reno, the same property property type of condo was 193000 So that saves you about $12,000, again, if you're looking at something comparable. But of course, if you have kids and they're already in school in Sparks and you think about moving to Reno, that's a kind of a hassle and vice mm -hmm. versa. But for old guys like me, when you're just looking to save a few thousand dollars, that might be one of the ways to do that. Uh, a lot of people, in fact, are looking at, Tammy, how do they find a way to, you know, to make that move, to either buy a new home, first-time home buyer, maybe downsize? It's not easy. I think what you need to do is just really have a great team member like yourself at Coldwell Banker Select and Furley on your side, and you're a great person to talk to. I've known you for many years, and I know you do great work for your clients and prospects. Please give us your contact information in case anybody wants to reach you. Well, it's Tammy Dittman at 775-335-9962. All right, Tammy Dittman. I'm going to stop by to take you some donuts next time I'm in Fernley. Hope you're there. Don't do that. I'm going to the gym. <laughs> you better go to the gym twice because I'm going to bring some real big donuts. <laughs> Thanks for being Thanks. with us today. Thank you for having me. Jack Whiteley has been with us too. Jack is the owner of CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. And boy, that's spring cleaning for everybody's coming up soon, Jack. I, I know you've got air in the tires, don't you? Yes, sir. We're ready to roll. All right. All right. I know people We're are going to be wanting it. to do that work. Tile, grout, carpet, you guys can handle it all. It's really yep. an amazing Upholstery. process. Upholstery. Upholstery too? Yep. Very nice. In case somebody wants to reach you, give us your phone number one more time. 775 815 Fantastic. And Taylor Blake, who is part of our engineering team, is going to put all of your contact information and Tammy's information, too, on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Hope to see you again soon, Jack. Hope to see you, too, also, Peter. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. So tell your friends and family to join us, too, and we'll have great conversation. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.